Where's she now? He shrugged. I'd grabbed only three or four scoops, and she stopped to talk to me a little, and, and I started to dig another, and then I looked up, and she was, uh, over there, walking toward the highway with a big dog all covered in dirt. I looked like I dumped a full bucket on it, but I don't remember seeing a dog before then, so I don't know how I coulda. Echevarria glanced back toward the hole, then fixed her charcoal eyes on Mendenhall. You said the young lady stopped you to talk for a while. Can you remember what she said? Anything at all? Maybe her name or where she lives? Uh, No. His ruddy cheeks took on a distinct rose color. Mr. Mendenhall, I need to know everything. This is important. Well, um, she didn't really talk much. Uh, Her halter top was undone in back, and she climbed up on that step by the cab so I could tie it. Spreading her most disarming smile, the deputy said, Okay, so you wouldn't have seen a herd of buffalo approaching, much less a dog. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> I do now. But you did see a dog walk away. If I can find it, I might find the girl. What breed? Beats my ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Look like a dirt clod with legs. Big, though. Like a lab. Only hairier. Thought they'd come back to see what was in the hole, but never did. Anyway, so then I started digging again, and the bucket teeth flipped over, uh, whatever that is in the hole. What kind of surprise is that for a guy to leave his daughter? Not one that would earn him father of the year. Two years earlier, on one of those bite-your-face-cold days in February, Doug Anderson and his German shepherd, Wolfgang, began their hike up the frozen roadbed cut into the southwest slope of the Snake River Canyon. Unlike the opposite canyon wall of sheer vertical basalt, this side formed a steep slope where the canyon started to broaden into Mystic Valley. On private unoccupied property, an abandoned and unfinished roadbed, the width of a bulldozer blade, ran north at an angle of about 15 degrees, then turned sharply west, and increased to 25 degrees for 200 yards to the top. At the turn, Doug stopped to suck in several lungs full of frigid air, and then focused his eye through the viewfinder of a brand-new Panasonic Lumex camera. Through his breath, he peered down at a hundred or so Canada geese bobbing in the river. Several flotillas of coots worked the water for lunch, the black waterfowl taking turns diving to the bottom, then popping up with a mossy plate of snails, zugbugs, and other tasty, crawly morsels. Here and there within the flotillas, widgeons had positioned themselves to snatch food from the beaks of successful coot divers, Some things never change, Doug thought, pressing the autofocus, and remembering that he'd watched the same sequence of snatch and gobble since he was a kid. Only then things were different, at least emotionally, when his family getaway house was a site for adventure, for fishing, hiking, softball, and sibling rivalry. Once when he was thirteen, Candace Olson had come out with his family and the two of them hiked this very trail. She was Candy, the neighborhood girl, and good friend then. That was before she became Candace, his high school study for more than two years. He grinned, remembering that the two of them had their first tiff higher up the trail when she wanted to turn right and go cross-country, and he wanted to go left across his parents' property. But that was then, when this place was for fun. Now, though, was now, when this place was for healing the bitter wounds of a shattered marriage— The psychic burn had been healing, too. 
is strategy succeeding? Taking hiatus from the sociology department of the University of Nevada, Reno, Doug had escaped to convalesce in south-central Idaho. Mom hadn't used the vacation home much since Dad passed. Doug's only sibling, Monica, was a physician in New York City who had briefly occupied the place only once in five years, and then for less than two weeks. So, he just took it over. Leave the phone hook up, Dad. To heck with that. Don't activate the satellite dish. Double heck with that and the internet. Leave the cell phone in Reno. Just another nuisance. Peace and quiet. That's what he needed. Quacking and honking from water birds and the eerie call of raptors, the songs of nature, were welcome. Even the occasional roar of fish trucks moving trout from the hatcheries downriver to the processing plant upriver. But no calls or emails.